the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good afternoon or good morning. I don't know which one it is, but it's four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, so I guess good morning would be appropriate. You're more than welcome to join us for the next two hours. This is a car show. This is a show about, I have this car, and this is what happened, or this is the code behind it, this is what the shop said, this is what the shop did, um, tell me what you think, should I have it fixed, is this price appropriate, is it in the reasonable range, all that kind of stuff. But what we're really good at is we're good about talking about symptoms. That's the most important part of the communication at the front counter is the symptoms getting our customers to tell us what the symptoms are and so many times it's the wife trying to regurgitate what the husband has told her and so we have to call the husband to talk to him or the other way around we have to talk to the wife so it's it's an important part of of car repair successful car repairs is really um communication nate from strictly diesel sitting here next to me we've known one another for many years he has a really really good shop up in north phoenix i-17 and pinnacle peak and um, do i have your line on i think you do yeah yeah Yeah. i'm just going to get you a little closer right here okay there we go good how's business been for you very good good very thankful yeah and and you're doing diesels but you're doing chevy ford and dodge chevy ford dodge nissan uh that's Cummins in there now. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah, we're seeing those. Okay. Uh, and, and and so the Nissan flag doesn't bother you because what's underneath the hood is a Cummins, what you've already seen. Exactly. Okay, yeah. so it's the same. It's the same. Okay. That's kind of interesting. That's kind of interesting. Um, what about a Peugeot when somebody wants to bring a, in a Peugeot? I'll politely decline. Okay. <laughs> we tell them our Peugeot guy's in jail and he's not expected out for another five years or yeah. something silly yeah. or stupid like that. Yeah. I, I don't know what the answer is, but it's uh, it's it's a different ball game. It's for a sure, ball it game. is for sure. So anyway, the, the tough part about right now is is that the pricing in parts is moving around a lot, and it, it and, and and it pushes us into some kind of a corner where we might have to call or query electronically the parts inventory of different vendors, and we're seeing a difference, but we don't understand the difference. But for our business, for us. We're not moving around a lot unless there's a significant customer difference. Right. So if there's a if there's a, a small difference from one vendor to the other, I don't care. I'll just pick out whichever vendor's closer, faster, better. On the other hand, if there is a big difference, then I'll usually err on the side of the customer for the customer. So I'll take a little less money on the markup as opposed to get a better part, or not a better part, but a cheaper part for the customer. Right. I think most everybody's doing that. I don't know anybody who doesn't. Always looking for the best deal for the customer. 
but we want the best value too because we don't want to see the truck back. So, and it and yeah. and what part we pick to put on that car with the customer's help, of course, it really dictates what's going to happen when things crash. Right. Because it's our, our we pick the part. Right. And the the, the difficult part. To, to all of that is is that sometimes that same part is made by 10 different manufacturers and 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 it could have different part numbers but it's really the same part in a whole bunch of different boxes right that happens all the time yep yep so at that point you you don't know if you just bought a box that was the pricing your cost was in the middle when in reality it's the cheapest part they make right and so that's the difficult thing yeah 602-508-0960 602-508-0960 you're welcome to join us if you'd like all you have to do is give us a call 602-508-0960 blackwell automotive is up close to you he's on um 40th street and greenway so a little bit east and a little bit south of you yep I went over to his shop the other day. He's been doing vintage cars for a very long time, and he does mothers' and fathers' cars, and he does motorhomes, and he does all the stuff that you and I both do, but he's getting into the vintage car stuff. And I was talking to him the other day, and the vintage car stuff, evidently, according to Tom, has to do with the diameter and thickness of the washer that we're going to use to put the fender on the car. (laughs) Okay. I'm not quite sure I want a customer that's going to be <laughs> measuring the diameter of a washer that I'm going to put on the car on the fender. Yeah. That's the hard part. And there are guys out there, and men and women alike, that are, are, are real specific. But I think what on the vintage side, and we were talking about this, Tom and I were, is the sin, the, the hard part is, is the guy wants a top 10 car restoration but he doesn't want to pay for the top 10 car restoration. Yep, yep. And um, and if we're going to be miking out, and I use that as a silly example about miking the washers, but if we're going to mic washers for all the fender bolts that, or for all the fender bolts that we're going to use, somebody has to pay for that. Right. And and how many boxes of washers are you likely to go to? You get that you get 12 that look the same. So when you start taking a micrometer that's measuring the thickness of a human hair at two thousandths of an inch then where do we draw the line? Right. And that's the t- tough part. So I just said to him, I'll keep sending the vintage stuff to you because I, I have too, too many other issues going on here because Mike and fender washers isn't something I think I want to do. Glad he's got time for that. So, Well, and, and he does. He, he's, he's, <laughs> I, I'm at, I ask him the same thing. Uh, he does vintage, but he does mother and father work. All the cars sure. that are at the mother and father's house, all the sure. kids' cars and all that kind of stuff. He said he had a, somebody bring in a John Deere lawnmower the other day. And I laughed at him, and I said, I have an old John Deere lawnmower. I told the guys, get it cleaned up, sharpen the blade, change the oil, and sell it because we just put fake grass in uh, at uh, in the backyard of the house. So I said, I'm not going to need this. So they, they started up, and it blows smoke like you can't believe. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's a fogger. It is. This thing is drinking oil. And yeah. they're all laughing at me and stuff. And I said, well, I know, but we still need to find out where the oil's coming from. Oh, yeah, it's rings, and you know it's rings. I said, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. So I get Eddie involved, and the head gasket had come apart. Really? Yeah. And, and so Eddie pulled the head on it, and he goes, look, the head gasket's coming apart. So he puts a head gasket on it, cleans everything up, looks, we roll the piston in and out of the cylinder. There's no scoring. The rings are fine. Everything looks good. Yeah. So at the end of the day, everything is fine. Wow. So they started up at no longer fogs mosquitoes for the 10-mile radius. And, yeah. And, yeah. And I said, but please tell me you didn't put any 90-weight oil in the engine to control the oil consumption. And he laughed, and he goes, I used a straight 30-weight. And I said, okay, that's fine. There you go. 
So the difference between the 30 weight and the 90 weight is the difference between frosting and water. Good, good visual. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So if you're gonna, yeah. if you want your engine to drink a lot of oil, then you're gonna a zero twenty would be a good place. Although we've had great luck with zero twenty synthetic in the passenger cars and light trucks. That's amazing. It is amazing. And uh, and when they're talking about five and ten thousand mile intervals with a zero twenty, us old guys get kind of nervous about the zero and the twenty. It flows right. like a zero weight when it's cold, flows like a twenty weight when it's hot. But in reality, we're not seeing the oil consumption issues. We're not seeing the smoke. We're not seeing nothing. Rings have changed over the years. The whole metals. Yep. The, the whole metallurgical part of the engine yep. has changed. Yep. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. So anyway, Blackwell's at 40th and Greenway. He does uh, family cars. He does motor homes. He does lawnmowers, and he does vintage work. Not necessarily in that order. Right. It depends on who's on the front counter. But if you get there and Polly helps you out, Polly's his wife, and she's the real boss anyway, so it doesn't really make any difference what Tom says. Just ask for Polly. So anything new on your end? Have you decided to change and make go a little left or go a little right? Any new equipment that you've purchased in a while? We've got a, a CUDA now for horse and transmission cases and nasty stuff that makes life a little better. If it's okay with you, can I have Andy call you? Because she was talking to me the other day about changing out our parts washer. Sure. And she wanted something different. Now, the parts washer we had is like 14 years old. We've rebuilt it so many times. <laughs> it's also of the old technology. Right. And and there's a lot of different things. Oil skimmers. Your new CUDA probably has yep. an oil skimmer yep. on it. Yep. So when you put the part in the parts washer, it's giant parts. It's a giant dishwasher. It is. And you're putting parts in there that are as big as kids. Pretty much. And so then it has all these wands that spin around, and it's real hot fluid, and it's lots of solvents and stuff like that. Then it's got a filtering system, and it's got a heater to heat up the fluid. Yep. I put a couple cylinder heads in the other day, and they came out looking brand new. Yeah. Didn't have to touch them, so... Okay, so let's let's um, the approximate cost of that machine was. Uh, I thought it was around seven thousand. Okay, yeah. I was I was going to guess seven to ten. Yeah, because of the options packages yep. and stuff like that. Yep. Where where you where we make money on that is 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 just what you just described. Throw it in, wash it, paint it, put it back on. Right. And after we're going to do whatever work we're going to do, but if we're just going to take the heads off and clean them up, degrease them, and, and decarbonize them and put them right back on, that's the guy to, to help us do that. Yep. Saves us a lot of time. Yep. Plus, when the customer opens the hood of the truck, he sees the head, and he clearly knows that head has been scrubbed on. Exactly. But not by humans, so to speak, but by a, a machine that's pretty capable. Yep. Absolutely. So are you having a tough time painting? Are you going back with specific colors, or are you matching the block when you and the valve cover when you do the head? Because painting, we have that big argument all the time. We don't do a whole lot with paint, honestly. It, okay. it's, it depends. Normally, if we're doing a motor or a head job, it'll go black, basic, okay. and, and, and back together it goes. So. I think what we've we've all come to the conclusion is is if we have to match a color, whether it's the block or the valve cover, we need to do that. Yeah. So I don't really want to do I don't want to paint the head red with a red valve cover on it, but I we can shoot it aluminum or if the block is black we can go with black. Sure. But we we just need to do some makes somebody has to make a decision sure. on what to do because the worst case scenario is is the guy with the Cummins comes back in and you painted it black because the block was black and he wanted it red like the valve cover. Right. Somebody has to paint that again. Somebody, yeah. <laughs> Somebody. We try and pay attention to that too, but normally it's it's black for us. So. Yeah, and, and that's the default. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. the default. I had one lady said, the only reason why you painted my valve cover is black is because when they leak oil, they won't show. 
And I said, no, ma'am, I promise you, if I didn't, if we're get, valve covers are leaking, you're going to see the oil. Yeah. Guaranteed, you're going to see the oil. No, definitely. It'll be on the ground, and it'll be blue wisps of smoke at the crack of the hood because the oil's getting on the exhaust manifolds that are right below the gasket. Exactly. So I promise you, you'll know that if we if we didn't do a good job. But no, yeah. black is the color of the rest of your motor. So, and and you know, I I have found that the conversations like that with women is easy, and I think it's a common sense issue. I think it's it's it, it's not because it's bad guys or anything. I'm not I'm not insinuating that at all. I'm just surprised at the acceptance of even getting into a conversation like that with a lady. Yeah. And and it and I'm also I admire the fact that they're decision makers because you can have a guy at the front counter or a woman at the front counter and they can't make up a decision. And then what do you do? Yeah. You end up making it for them. Right. And so, and then if your if your employees are too chicken to make a decision, then that's where <laughs> Nate, can you come to the front counter, right? Nate? <laughs> right. <laughs> and then you get to make the decision. Exactly. That's what my kids do. Anyway, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. If you have a car question or a car problem, we can handle diesels and gas. We can handle oil, tires, vehicle emissions, uh, in, check engine lights, uh, windshield wiper motors. Um, and what happens if all of a sudden you're oh and, and and the three different colors of diesel smoke, give them give them to me quick. Black, gray, and white. Okay, all yeah. right. And and what those each ones mean if you're interested. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle, and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Uncover, uncover retirement concepts you need to know. There are three steps to succeeding at the business of retirement. Ensure your assets. Ensure your income. And assure your peace of mind. Tune in to Top Gun Retirement Hour with Alan Kuyper. Remember, it's up to you to retire to a brighter future. Saturdays at 8 a.m. and Sundays at 9 a.m. Right here on 960 The Patriot. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I, I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, 
I want to be a rocking chair on and a sunny porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open. Don't speak with your mouth full. Keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier. And it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. We need a new stuntman! You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Twenty minutes after the hour, ten o'clock. Nate from Strictly Diesel sitting here next to me, and my name is Mark Salem. I'm here every Saturday from ten to twelve for two hours, talking about car and car repairs and all that kind of stuff. You're welcome to join us. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. Phil, stand by because you're next. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Kurt's Auto Repair. He's up at I seventeen in Bell. I've known Kurt for twenty plus years. Kurt and his staff and his wife and his daughter. I mean, this is a family operation, just as most of the shops that I talk to you about are. They're really good at what they do. They're really good and honest. And I can't tell you how many times I've sent someone to Kurtz and said, let him look at it to see if he agrees with the estimate you have and the diagnosis you had. How many times Kurt ends up being right, and he's right about the diagnosis, and he's right about the price, and the customer leaves there happy. And typically it's because it's a little less money than what uh, what they started off with. So Kurtz can do anything from an oil change to an engine swap. But if you live near I-17 and Bell and you don't have a shop, may I suggest the northeast corner of I-17 and Bell, Kurtz Automotive. Phil, thank you for holding. How can we help you? Hey, Mark. Love the show. Love thank the you. show. You always amaze us. <laughs> it's- I've, got, I've got a uh, 2000... Uh, Pontiac Grand Prix GTP, and my son's driving it, and he goes, oh, I heard a noise, and then it started to roar, and so now he sounds like the loudest hot rod in the whole neighborhood. Uh, so I did crawl underneath it and notice the pipe that goes into the engine area is, is disconnected. Um, I can't tell if it was bolted in or welded in. To, what, do you, what do I expect as far as a repair for something like that? You know, it, it it so much depends on which connection came apart. Was it from the manifold to the a, what we call the A pipe, and then there's a B pipe, and then they can have a catalytic converter, and then they can have a muffler or a, or a, a muffler first and the catalytic converter. So there's all this part of the exhaust. What mm-hmm. part of town are you in? Uh, we're up north Phoenix, uh, pretty near Blackwells, yeah. Okay. Um, who would, Do you have a muffler shop you used, Nate? I used to have one Never on Cape Creek, but uh, okay, yeah, it's been a few years. So, okay, but I think they're still around. It's yeah, a ca- on they're on Cave Creek. Do you Cave Creek the name Road, of the shop south or? of Thunderbird. No, no, I don't remember okay. the name. So, so Nate has experience with a muffler shop on Cave Creek Road, south of Thunderbird. 
And you can okay. call Blackwell and ask him because he's up there at 40th and Greenway, and he's going to know somebody who. But Blackwell can also do the muffler work too. Sure. So he 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 would. I mean, today we just buy pieces and just take off the old stuff and put the new stuff on. So yeah, you could take it by Blackwell's. I wouldn't go by Monday morning or Friday afternoon for obvious reasons, but just stop by, sure. call, and say, "Can I have somebody look at my exhaust leak and take the car?" That's what you could do. Okay. It's okay to drive as long as um, just to to drive until it's fixed. Um, he, he, here's, here's the old day thought process. If you have, if you don't have full length pipe on it, then the cold air gets to the engine through the exhaust pipe much quicker than it otherwise would. And that could okay. cause some metallurgical problems with respect to uh, warp or something like that. Now I want to tell you something. I've been around in the car repair business since 1968. I don't know that I've ever seen the results of something like that, but if you if you've broke off some portion of the exhaust and this thing sounds like it has no exhaust, then if you need it taken someplace, I'll bet you dollars to donuts your wife will not drive it. <laughs> She's afraid to start it because <laughs> yeah, of the noise. So anyway, yeah. well that's why that's why dads are dads. You and I have just decided we know who's going to take that to the garage. All right. Well, we sound like the fastest thing in the neighborhood right now, so it's kind of fun. <laughs> and, and, and you're right. You're right. If I were you, I'd find a Yogi Bear mask at Target and wear that when you're driving. And then the police right, will I'm stop on my you. Way. At... <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot, Phil. Thank you very much. Uh, 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. We used to do a lot of muffler work. We don't do that anymore at all. There's too many really good guys out there. I like the independent. I don't like the chain stores. But I like the guys like Mason Muffler. I had Perry, who's dead now, own Mason Muffler, put exhaust on my 74 Chevy pickup. I graduated high school in 72. Wow. And and he could weld backwards, forwards, left, right, in and out. And I mean to tell you, it sparks flying, and the welds look like a machine made them. Yep. And we still use Mesa muffler and Mesa to this day. Nice. What's that? F- almost fifty years later. That's incredible. Yeah. So good stuff. And, all right, we have another caller. Who might that be, Gil? Say hello to Jack. Jack, good morning. How can we help you? Hey, how you doing? We graduated from high school the same year. Oh yeah, so we're the same age, aren't we? Does yeah. your does does your uh, does your wife still love you after all these years? Oh yeah, we graduated. She graduated with me. We've known each other since uh, junior high school. Ah, that's good. That's that's awesome. that's, a, that's a nice thing to hear. So, uh, what's on your mind today? Hey, you know, I've got an '08 uh, Dodge Dakota with 110,000 miles, and uh, you know, it's an '08. It's 13 years old. I was curious about. Lucas oil products, you know, for oil, for, for your transmission, for your power steering, to add okay. to your oil. Do you think it's worthwhile, or do you think I'm just wasting my money? Okay, let me, let me, um, um, you want this? No. Okay, fine. That's fine. I'll take it. I'll take it. I have comments, but uh, yeah. No, that's fine. That's fine. That's what it's all yeah. about. We're, we're, we're not hiding anything here. No. Um, Lucas, for me, was a product which was an STP competitor. And the Lucas, the Maury's oil additive or the Lucas additive was something that we poured into engines that were smoking like crazy that had bad rings and all that other kind of stuff. And we turned the oil from a 30 weight to a 60 weight or an 80 weight. Today, I'm going to change your question. Mark, do you have any additives that exist in your, power, in your parts room? Yes. We have a power steering stop leak. 
Um, we might have a small cooling system stop leak. Um, we might have a treatment, uh, a cleaner treatment for a transmission that's carboned up a lot real bad. We do have chemicals, but there's, in, in my world, we, the use of them is sensitive to what we're trying to accomplish. So let me tell you what I've always said, and I always get in trouble saying this, so I'm not even going to ask you to say it. If you think by putting some fancy-dancy liquid in the fuel, in the tank, in the, in the engine, in the battery, in the cooling system, and your car's going to love you more and last longer, then I would very much like to sell you those liquids. Okay. And, and, and really, there's nothing I put. You know, if I had an old truck and it was burning a little oil, I'd probably use that Lucas oil treatment because it's just as like an STP. I, I would use that. But, but really and truly, if you don't overheat that 08 Dakota, if you don't run it low on oil, it'll last three, 400,000 miles easy. Oh, geez, that much, huh? Oh, I, I'm telling you right now, I've got all kinds of cars that are in the three to 500,000 mile range that haven't been opened up yet. And uh, every, no, it was real well. I don't have any issues with it, but I okay. just wanted you know to treat it right. Yeah, Nate, how many motors have you replaced or repaired that weren't damaged by the nut behind the wheel, as opposed to, <laughs> as opposed to they just gave up the ghost? Uh, it's more about who's behind the wheel than it is giving up. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. I, what I'm saying is is that it's really an issue. When we have motor problems, it's typically not because the motor wore out. Somebody did something wrong. Right. Somebody right. somebody ignored the red oil light, red he- overheat light. They just kept driving and thinking, I'm only a mile from home. I'm going to make it home. Right. So I can't tell you the last time we replaced a motor that was just worn out. Right. No, me neither. Yeah, that's been since high school probably. So. So you yeah. would agree with me that... 99 out of 100 motors that we replace have been damaged by the nut behind the wheel. 99 of 100. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Does that, uh, Jack, I'm not talking about your wife when I'm talking about this. I'm talking about you. But um, in your particular case, I wouldn't worry about it in the least bit. I would continue to drive it. And I think internal pressure causing oil leaks is the beginning of the end. And I think you'll agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Jack, thank you very much for calling. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. There's five of them. 602-508-0960. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Rain Tree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Rain Tree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Rain Tree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserit paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Hey folks, Seth Liebson here. Have you been hearing solar companies all over the place? How do you know who to trust? Hey, get from me, you can trust the only solar company I endorse. She has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. She offers you a free quote with no obligation. She helps you eliminate those insane power bills, which we know are just going to keep going up. Of course, I'm talking about Solar Sandy, my personal friend. Just go to AskSolarSandy.com. 
Don't be a slave to the power companies. Trust my friend Sandy. Just visit AskSolarSandy.com. On the next episode of Recipes for Disaster. So we've got our neighbor Paul coming over tonight for a barbecue, which is why I prepared a delicious lemon rosemary steak marinade for my special collection of old family recipes. To make sure the steaks are extra, extra, extra tender, I left them marinating out on the counter overnight, just like Nana used to. Maria may mean well, but without food safety, it never ends well. Always thaw or marinate foods in the refrigerator at 40 degrees Fahrenheit or below. Or you could make your friends and family really sick. Maria's neighbor Paul didn't think twice about the steak he ate until he was presenting his company's financial forecast to the board. That's when a sudden bout of food poisoning made it explicitly clear that profits weren't the only thing on the rise. Watch Recipes for Disaster at foodsafety.gov. You'll learn the right steps as Maria does everything wrong. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. President Biden has announced a sweeping COVID-19 vaccination mandate that will cover something close to 100 million Americans. The announcement came late in the day on Thursday of last week on the eve of the 20th anniversary of 9-11 and thus missing most of the week's news cycle. That was intentional. Now let me be candid. I've received the COVID-19 vaccine. I'm generally pro-vaccine. But the question about the vaccine has to be separated from a vaccine mandate. A legal mandate, by definition, is a coercive act. You can count on the fact that the courts are going to be dealing with this and dealing with it very quickly. If this kind of mandate can be handed down on this kind of authority by a president under these conditions, under what other conditions could a president hand down mandates entering into the private lives of American citizens and the private organizations of American business and institutions? If the president can do this, what can the president not do? I'm Albert Moeller. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu Every day, we go about our lives driven by routine. Our vision clouded by the very normalcy we take for granted. Countless victims of human trafficking walk among us, invisible. It's time to open our eyes. The Blue Campaign provides a unified voice for those who combat human trafficking, whether it's forced labor, domestic servitude, or the sex trade. Learn what you can do to help by visiting dhs.gov slash blue campaign. Well, thank you very much for hanging on. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Nate from Strictly Diesel sitting here next to me, one of the uh, best diesel guys for Chevy, Ford, Cummins, and what was the other one? That Nissan. Nissan. Yeah. Nissan, which is Cummins. Yeah, which is Cummins. Yeah. Yeah. But what's kind of nice is, is when you have that broad base thing, then when you start talking Cummins, they pretty much, no matter what size they are, they're all kind of wheeled and work the same. Absolutely. And and oil leaks are easy and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, Action Auto Repairs at I-17 in Deer Valley. I've known Tom since 1983. The shops that I refer you to, the shops that I tell you are good shops are people that I have their cell phone number. I've talked to them. I know their families. I know their wives. They know mine. And I know that if I call them and ask them to pay particular attention to a particular problem, that they'll give you 100% of their time. In addition to that, what happens actually at the end of the dispute actually almost always makes the customer happy. Sometimes the customer is not always right. Sometimes the shop isn't always right. But between all of us, we put it together. But I even I haven't even had that at Action Auto Repair in a very long time. I think the last time we had an issue that we had to talk about, it, it, it had to have been 10 years ago. 
So that's a pretty good record. Anyway, Action Auto Repair, I-17 in Deer Valley. Let's go to the phones, and we're going to go to Chuck. Thank you for holding through the break, Chuck. How can I help you? Yeah, Mark, I just picked up a 98 Trans Am, and uh, one of the headlights, don't, it won't flip out. And I just wondered what, what could be the problem there. Well, I think there's either going to be a vacuum-operated motor that opens and closes the headlights or an electric motor. I don't know. But yeah, it's, it w- it's electric because I looked, and the okay. guy I bought it off of disconnected them both when they were, you know, the headlights were pointing out. <clears throat> okay. So that, uh, you know, you have two headlights. He was okay. saying something about an actuator. Well, there's going to be an electric motor that's going to run uh-huh. a, a rod that opens and closes the door. Okay. And so, um, and when you turn your control, your headlight controls on is 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 going to make it. If you if you ask for parking brakes, it's not going to open up the headlights. But if you ask right. for headlights, it's going to open up the headlights. Um, right. This this really is on a all right here, Nate. On a one to ten scale, the difficulty in diagnosing this, what would you think? I'd say it's two or three. And I would too. Yeah. This, this is really not yeah. that big of a deal. Now accessibility could change it and make it a five or a six. Sure. To, sure. Because now we have to pull the battery out and we have to pull the canister out to get behind there to get to where we need to be. Yep. Yep. But but oh. as far as as far as somebody diagnosing this and fixing it, um, I, I'm thinking the. I, I'd worry about something much more important than this. Okay. So it sounds like most of the problem or, or the expense is getting to it, not necessarily just changing the actuator or the motor. Well, and see, you've got a th- couple of things. You can have a bad ground. You can have a bad power, power supply. You can have those oh, kinds okay. of bad connections, and the actuator between the motor and the door could be broken, or the pivot okay. on the door could be broken, or the motor's not working. It's getting its signal, but it's not working. Okay. So you got all those dynamics, but the diagnostic on this is a piece of cake. Should be. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So. All righty. All right. I have one other question. Sure. I've got a an 07 Chevy Silverado, and I put all new shocks on it, <clears throat> and I even changed the springs on it. Uh, and when I go down the road, if I hit like two or three potholes in a row, it feels like I'm almost losing control of the car. And I thought it was shocked. What else could it be? Well, is it something that you gave yourself? No, it was like that before. When I put the new shocks and springs on, it's the same. Okay, okay. I think what you need to have is you need to teach somebody how to drive it and make it happen, and you need to be in another car, and you need to be circling that truck as it's making whatever noise or whatever bouncing, and you need to figure out which corner it's on. Oh, okay. And that that's one of the first things we do is assign two technicians. One of you take my truck, take Mark's truck and follow you, and you go hit the railroad tracks at 37 and a half miles an hour like the driver said, and then we're looking for what's going on underneath there. So This could probably oh, okay. be found, too, by looking at the front end, looking at upper lower control arms, what have you. You know, something's got to be loose. And for that matter, even a tire balance issue could cause this. So. You're exactly right. Yeah. Putting it on an alignment rack and shaking down the front end would be the first thing to do, as long as he's got some knocking or some noise that is associated with loose upper control arms. Or right. we shit, sh- we, a bunch of shims fell out of the upper control arms. Yep, yep. So what part oh, of okay. town do you live in right now? Northwest Phoenix. Northwest Phoenix. Yeah, Happy Valley in the I-17. Oh, okay, okay. Well, you can go to you can I'll go. By Nate. Yeah, yeah, you can go by Nate's. You can go by uh, Action, or you can go by Kurt's. All any one of those guys can shake down the front end for you. I promise Absolutely. you that. Absolutely. 
Yeah, and then, then one last you... question. Okay, go ahead. I put um, the tires that it calls for is two forty five seventy seventeen. Okay. And uh, I put on the front of them two forty five seventy five seventeen. Should could that be an issue? Well, during the alignment process, whoever's going to shake down and, and do the alignment on it will, can, can compensate for that if they're even going to decide to compensate for that. But the real issue is what's the diameter times pi is the circumference. And if there's a little difference in circumference between the two tires and there might be a half an inch of width, it's not anything. If I was going to align it, and I, boy, I love to align cars, um, I wouldn't be bothered by that at all. And that's not going to be oh, part okay. of your problem either. Is the steering wheel shaking left or right when you're acting, when this is going on? No. Does the whole does one corner of the truck shake? Is it the right front, right rear, or whatever? Yeah, you know, it feels like it's it feels like it's the whole front end that just is okay. bouncing. It, I, it, to me, I thought it was just bad shocks. Okay, but it still bounces when you hit like not rumble strips, but I don't know. Getting on the freeway, sometime the uh, the on ramp has a few little potholes in it. They're only like okay. an inch, inch and a half deep. One of yeah. them is fine, but if it hits like three or four at a time. It's just like the car just wants to skid out almost. Okay. All right. Well, that's not going to be too tough to, to figure out. You find a gray-haired guy that knows his way around in an alignment <laughs> rack, and that shouldn't be too hard. But anyway, thanks very much, Chuck. Thank you very much. Uh, Mike and Brian, stay right there. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, you guys are our first and second caller. I promise. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Have you bought or sold a house recently? Well, you probably noticed a lot of changes in the real estate market over the last few years. This is Phil and Josh, hosts of Arizona Real Estate Matters, which airs every Sunday from 2 to 3 right here on 960 The Patriot. From new industry regulations to down payment assistance programs, price increases and decreases, the real estate market is always fluid, and we are here each week to keep you truthfully informed and on top of your real estate game. So tune in each week to Arizona Real Estate Matters to hear what moves and shakes the Arizona real estate market today. That's every Sunday from 2 to 3 right here on 960 the Patriot. Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T, F, face drooping, A, arm weakness, or S, speech difficulty, then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately, because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment, and that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs, face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. I'll pick you up after school. Okay, I got it. It's easy to take a day for granted. You and your family are connected by routine, and you stick to it. But what if a disaster strikes without warning? What if life as you know it has completely turned on its head? What if your day's routine is disrupted and you can't reach your family? Have you planned for that?
Before a disaster turns your family's world upside down, it's up to you to be ready. Get a kit. Make a plan. Be informed. Today. Learn how at www.ready.gov. Ready.gov. This message brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency and the Ad Council. On the next episode of Recipes for Disaster. I'm making beef sliders for my friend Sammy. Nana taught me to always pull meat off the grill early so it's extra juicy. Use a food thermometer to ensure ground beef is 160 degrees, or you could make people really sick. Sandy didn't think twice about the slider she ate until yoga class, when a nasty case of food poisoning turned her downward-facing dog into upward-moving lunch. Watch Recipes for Disaster at foodsafety.gov and learn the steps Maria unwittingly leaves out. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. Kidoki Nate from Strictly Diesel, Mark Salem right here on The Patriot, KKNT, every Saturday from 10 to 12. We're talking about car, car repair problems and stuff like that. And like we promised, we're going straight to Mike. Mike, how are you? How can we help you? Doing good, Mark. Really love your show. Thank you. Uh, I have a 98 Jeep with a straight six, 97,000 miles. Friend said it's time to replace timing belt and the fuel injectors. What are your thoughts? I think you're really late on that timing belt. <laughs> that motor had a timing belt? <laughs> well, I'm assuming he, he I mean, or somebody looked chain, at it. Oh, timing chain, chain, rather. Okay. Thank you. All yeah. right. All right. Okay. Um, well, if it's a chain, I'll tell you how easy it is to check to see what the chain looks like is you pull the distributor cap off the distributor and you put a breaker bar on the front of the engine and you go up and down an inch or two and you see if the movement of your crankshaft is mimicked by the rotor on the distributor. If there is no play, then Mark's not really going to care. And Mark's not going to be doing a timing chain on that either. Okay. How long do you think they go? Any ideas? Uh, timing chain is the life of the vehicle. Should be most all yeah. of them are the life of the vehicle. Yeah. Now, what does happen sometimes is is it'll have a rail that guides the chain or a tensioner, and that rail will break or the tensioner will go bad. But that typically comes with noise and other symptoms that the people would ignore. Okay, and, but I'll I'll That's tell you. Good. Here, good here, let me answer you the question though for you real easy. If you got to go to the front of that motor for a water pump or a harmonic balancer or any kind of work on the front of that motor, then do the time and chain while you're there. Yeah. And 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 gotcha. and, and gotcha. more more than likely that's going to happen in the next 50,000 miles anyway. Okay, I I appreciate that cuz I hear different stories. Friend says 100k, other people say oh they'll go a couple hundred. So uh, okay, now the injectors is the time to replace injectors. When they're bad, I don't 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 mess with them. Don't don't flush them. Don't put magic elephant urine uh, that some guy is going to sell you to run through your injectors because it, and your car is going to love you and all that kind of stuff. All of that is just flat out BS. If you've got an injector I problem, got... you're going to know it. That's all. I and change the question, Mark. Do you, what do you do on your injectors on your diesel? I don't know. One hundred thirty thousand miles. I've never touched them. How about your wife's car? Is it fuel injected gas? Yeah. Have you ever done? No. Heck, no. I don't even like my wife. And she, and and then I'm going through this. We don't we don't do fuel injection maintenance. If you got a, if you got a misfire, we're going to go in there. And if you got a bad fuel injector, we're going to try to clean it. And if we can't, we'll put a new one in and send you on your way. So there is no okay. there is no time for fuel injectors. The first one will be the first time you look at them. Okay. 
Okay, I got right. you. Yeah, we don't use elephant stuff here. We just use camel stuff. Well, you could do that. Um, you must be a customer of Nate's. <laughs> no, we don't yeah, use camel stuff. Yeah, he, he sells me buckets of camel stuff. Buckets. Okay. It's, Thanks, I want, Mark. All right, you yeah. betcha. I want to meet the guy that collects it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see what kind of a stud muffin he is exactly. to be holding the pail. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Is that a visual that you kind of just want to walk away from? Okay, Brian. Brian, how can we help you today, buddy? Yeah, I use that all-inclusive uh, camel type in my for an oil additive. <laughs> so actually, actually, I've got two oil questions. Uh, seriously okay. here. Uh, the first one is, you know, the, the merchandiser, he sells uh, synthetic oil under his uh, business name up front, brand name, mm-hmm. or else uh, you can buy the uh, brand name, one of four refineries, as you've spoken about, that blend the uh, oil that's probably two-thirds or whatever more expensive. So does the low-priced merchandiser oil, is it just as good yes. uh, as, a, as a brand name synthetic? Um, yes, yes. And when you, you – there's three kinds, conventional oil, semi-synthetic, yep. and synthetic and um, I, I, I must tell you that when I'm up in Payson and I, I don't have access to the inventory in Tempe, um, I oftentimes go to Walmart and I buy oil there because I'm okay with that. And, and usually I stick to a name brand. At the shop, we sell Chevron. And there yep. I might pick up Mobile. I might pick up Castro. Mm-hmm. I might pick up whatever. It doesn't really make any difference. So, so in, are, you in, as comfortable, are you as comfortable using the um, merchandiser? brand as you are a, a name brand oh absolutely i am okay uh, because here, there's only four 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 yeah. companies that make oil so they're going to go in 20 <laughs> different bottles and uh-huh. and I, I i really don't care all the oils are good um with 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 the, here's here's where there is a little bit of a difference and when we get into the semi-synthetics no one will ever tell you that it's a 50 50 50% conventional and 50% synthetic, yeah. or if it's a 90-10. I'm a bugged by that, but I'm not able to change the world. And if I did get, if the Lord offered me a chance, it wouldn't be whether oil a semi-synthetic <laughs> if I had those. Yeah. So from a, from, a, from a real big point of view, now, the real hard part is, is what are you going to use in a car? Are you going to use a conventional with a three to five thousand mile oil change, or are you going to go to a semi synthetic that has a five mm-hmm. to seven thousand five hundred oil change, or are you going to use a synthetic that goes from seventy five hundred to some of the Mercedeses that are twenty and twenty five thousand miles? Yeah, and and the synthetic is a far premium oil, and frankly, I put a synthetic in my diesel, and I, I I'm running it pretty hard, and I'm I'm very protected. I feel very good, but the zero twenty in a synthetic in in a diesel fluid fuel is, in a diesel application is just the perfect thing. It's mm. just the perfect oil, and I'm real happy mm-hmm. to tell you that I'm using a zero twenty synthetic. In a Chevron zero twenty synthetic in my diesel, and I've got one hundred thirty thousand miles, and I run an oil analysis every once in a while. I'm looking for growth of metal, of yep. brass, of yep. stainless steel. Never happens. Nope, never happens. The other only... question I had, Mark, go ahead. Not to interrupt, but the other question I had was, a friend of mine, without getting into a big long story, he suspects he's got a quart or two of conventional oil mixed in with his uh, synthetic oil in a four point three liter GM product, six-cylinder, 
and he's wondering if he should run at the duration of the eight to 10,000 or whatever he's going to run it, or if he should drop it out and go ahead and put in new oil. Okay, now I'm going to give you a visual because you're not in the studio. When you started talking about this, both of us are shaking our heads left and right, okay? Yeah. We're both shaking our heads left and right because he's all wound up. His underwears are tied up in a knot over because he screwed up and put a little oil in there of some other yeah. brand on this. Wait. Then when you get to the point about what are you going to do, we're both shaking our heads. Yeah, it's like, forget it. Who cares? <laughs> Synthetic or conventional, it's not going to bother it's- at all. Well, the conventional stays on the right side of the motor. The the full synthetic goes on the left. I forgot about that. You know, Thank and, you. And, and sometimes that's, they meet in the middle. It's, yeah, it's that's it's, why it's that a tough. It, it 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 makes no difference. The motor it has a brain, but it controls fuel and spark. It has nothing to do with the oil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, well, so, I told him I I call call for him because he. He does have his pantyhose in a, in a wad a little bit about oh, that. Okay, well then tell him that he there's a special camel treatment that needs to be yeah. done. <laughs> and and okay. you handle that. <laughs> okay, I got it covered, Mark. Thanks. Okay, you betcha. <laughs> That's a good one. You know, if it's going to be fun as long as Monday morning I don't get called to the office. Right. I, I don't understand how camel urine and a car repair show go together. And I'm going to say, am I here... And this is breaking new ground today. We've done it. (laughs) Here's the real beauty. He'll have to face me across his desk, Jim, the the big shot, the big guy. And he can't keep a straight face. Exactly. When, he, when he's going to talk about camel urine, he's not going to be able to keep a straight face. Yeah. So he's going to call me in and sit down and say, is, is it true that you were talking about camel urine on your radio show this weekend? <laughs> and I'll say, well, it's obvious you know it's true because I'm here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if I, who do I need to apologize to? And that's when the grin comes up. You know what I mean? Right. So anyway, uh, if I've offended you about talking about camel urine and oil, then I apologize. And if you want a sincere apology, then email me, mark at MarkSalem.com or Nate at StrictlyDiesel.com, and we'll make it happen. Yes. <laughs> anyway, Brian, thank you for the oil questions. We have open lines available, and we're going to be here for another hour. So now's the time to stack up if you have a, a, a question or if you have a comment or if you want to open up a discussion, something ask. And it starts with asking a specific question. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. is Arizona, 508, and then 0960 is a play on from 960 The Patriot, which is where you found us on your AM dial. So if you want to do that, then we can do that, and we can help you out with those kinds of issues. And we don't have anybody lined up. But I want to tell you real quick about Auto Dynamics. They're up in Sun City. And Auto Dynamics, I've known Chuck since the 60s. So Chuck was owner of a gas station that I used to ride my bicycle to and air up my tires. And he always treated me with respect. Now, he owns a bunch of places in, in Sun City. But Auto Dynamics, the auto repair shop, is, is, I believe, to be the very best one in that area. So if you're looking for an auto repair shop and you're in the Sun City area, Mark Salem says, family-owned and operated since 1982, Auto Dynamics is a place where you're going to find good staff, good technicians. They're not paid a commission or a percentage of your repair bill. They don't sell unnecessary parts, all that kind of stuff. He's on the north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. And we have a caller, and we'll take it right now, Gil. Say hello to Terry. Terry, good morning. Good morning. I have a question in regards to, I just purchased a 2021 uh, Dodge pickup truck, and I'm getting conflicted stories about 
run is synthetic and it's full synthetic because the service manager was saying that it froze code. Talked to a scheduler yesterday and they're saying uh, he's never had a problem with it. So it's conflicting. Do I run full synthetic or do I run just conventional? Okay. And then Nate, I have another question about what oil's in it right now. It's going to be the cheapest oil of the vendor that uh, filled the crankcases in wherever the truck was made. I can tell you that much. So no, gotcha. no one knows the answer. But that is, should not be on your hard drive. Throw that away. Erase that. Who cares? Besides okay. that, Dodge has to warranty your motor for the first, what, 100,000 miles? I think it's 100,000. Yeah, yeah 100,000 miles, so it doesn't make any difference. Is this a diesel or gas? Right. Yeah. Gas. It has okay. the Hemi motor in it, but yeah. Okay. I just, and, and then a break-in period, you know, does it have, like, a break-in motor, uh, oil in it? Or uh, I'm at about 980 miles right now, and I wanted to do an oil change with the first 1,200 miles just in case something in there was, you know, metal shavings. Okay. So Good I wanted you. to keep out. Well, I, 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 I want to take issue with that. We have a filter, okay. <laughs> and we're not going right. to be circulating big pieces of metal throughout the main bearings, cam bearings and stuff, because we have a filter. Right. So let's go right. back to the first question. What was the first question okay. you asked me? You said that the service manager uh, said something. It said uh, that they will, the engine will throw codes if you run a full synthetic engine. I've never heard so that, that before in my life, and I don't believe that either. I don't believe okay. that. I, I don't think I don't think there's a code. Is there an oil code that says I see camel urine inside the engine? <laughs> I don't think so. I no. have never seen yeah, that. that. I've never no. seen anything like that at all. Yeah. So Correct. so f- that we're I'm disagreeing with that. I, I'm saying I don't know what his background was. I don't know. Maybe he was a uh, maybe he packed groceries at a grocery store day before yesterday, and now he's a service manager. I don't buy the code thing. And as far as, yep. as synthetic oil is concerned, it's the best oil by far. It's the best thing that you should have. That's all I put in my Dodge. That's all he puts, Nate puts in his Dodge. And and yep. there's nothing wrong with it. And it's it gives you a protection. The window on a conventional engine, I want you to put your hands uh, up in front of you and put them about eight inches apart. And and the the left hand is the low portion, the the low temp range, and then the right hand is the high temp range. Well, synthetic opens that thing up really, really wide, and your engine isn't going to fail because the oil failed first. <laughs> You're going to blow the yeah. motor up long before the oil gives the ghost up. So it's yeah. it's it's not an issue uh, about throwing codes. I don't know why they do that, but I will say this, and I'll comment this, and I'll probably get in trouble, and I don't care. There are going to be some shops that are going to tell people not to use synthetics for a variety of stupid reasons because they they only get to see that truck in once a year at twelve to 15,000 miles, and they would much rather put the scare of Jesus in them and tell them that they should really go back to conventional or a semi-synthetic so that they can see them at 5,000 miles on the low side of conventional, upwards to 7,500 miles on the high side of a semi-synthetic. So I think that there's some backroom negotiating going on because really and truly, I would much rather see my customers um, every um, 6,000, 7,000, but with my synthetic customers out there that are running 10 and 15,000 miles, I'm just not going to see them, and it's just not my fault. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.